Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. Made it through another week. Happy Friday, y'all. Donna and Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, producer Dawn McLean in the house. Um, I have to tell you something funny that happened to me. What happened, <laughs> what happened Donna? Donna? Okay, you guys have to hear me out. This is a total deval dingbat moment, okay? I am all ears. I knew you would be. So, I am listening to the Jason and Alexis show. On my talk, 1071. Yes, and I'm listening to Jason talk about how he tried to get in touch with Donnie Love. Right. Yes. Yes. So I'm not in the building. I'm just listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and and Jason said, you know, I thought he was mad at me because he never replies to any of my emails mm. or I'm sorry, text messages. And I'm listening, and I'm like, yeah, me too. I think I gave Jason Donnie's number. Oh. But I thought the same when I would text Donnie. So <laughs> this is going back uh, to 2018, okay? I just write to Donnie, FYI, that Edina couple is in the building. They were on TCL 25 minutes ago. You know, the ones with the HGTV shoe. Okay. And then I correct I myself, show. I think you're t- talking about Brad and Heather Fox of Stay Yourself. You got it, buddy. Okay. So this is 2018. Yeah, that's summer of 2018, okay? Uh-huh. Fast forward to the spring of 2019. By the way, crickets, no response. Of course. All right. Yeah. Fast forward to uh, May of 2019. About a year in between texts. I like this already. (laughs) And I just write to Donnie, hey, where do I find that documentary? Nothing. Okay. Now go to, uh, let's see, December 2nd. So the winter of 2019. Mm -hmm. I write to him. Beat her husband with a shoe. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I was talking about Tawny Catane, who was in a video, and he was on, uh, oh. He, I was listening to Lori and Julia. Okay. Nothing. And I'm like, wow, Donnie never writes back to me. So I hear Jason. And by the way, the last text message that you sent him sounds like, to whoever is getting these text <laughs> messages, sounds like a command. <laughs> Beat her husband with a shoe. <laughs> Don't respond until you do it. Okay, so now what's going on with Jason? So now I'm listening to them, and Jason goes, oh, I think Donna gave me Donnie's number. And I'm like, oh, my God, I gave him the wrong number. We're texting this Donnie that I think I know. Oh. That I had gone on a date or two with Uh before. And he's replying. He finally replies to Jason, stop. You know, and I don't know any bleeping. Oh, he got upset. Whatever. He got upset about it. So I'm listening to this all unravel on the air from a listener's point of view. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy's getting all these crazy texts, you know, and I know him. And I got to take him out of my my. Um contacts so in the meantime i start texting jason and dawn yesterday yeah (laughs) hey what do you and i say 
Um, mm-hmm. Beat her husband with a shoe. <laughs> nope. I basically said, hey, so to Jason and Dawn, I say, do you guys want a breakfast burrito? I don't want to assume. Right? <laughs> okay. All right. So, oh, God, you guys. So, what, what could be bad about that? That's, that's, that's a nice text to get. Dawn writes back, yes. That's my girl. But prior to that, I started talking to them about the Donnie thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. And Donnie, he didn't answer my text either. And I'm just going on and on and on. Steve, I also got Donnie's, the fake Donnie's oh, number fake Donnie from Donna. Them. So I also had <laughs> sent Donnie Love a text last Friday. He didn't reply. So this guy's this getting guy. peppered with, like, encouragement this week of, like, missing you, reaching oh, out. yeah. So, oh. so he, so Donna. Now, fast forward. She's now texting who she thinks is Jason and I. <laughs> oh no! What <laughs> about a breakfast sandwich? Oh man, I can't find it right now. Um, oh, I can. can. You read it? Yeah. Oh, I Hold see. Hold on, it. just yep. a second. It says. Um, and is this now fake Jason who's responding? Yes, this is fake oh, Jason. Lord, so I'm goes, going on and on. I'm like, oh my god, wrong Donnie. I just realized that on Monday because he never replies. Blah blah blah. He, this person goes, uh, I think this is meant for a different Jason, but I'll take a breakfast burrito and an orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> so Don yeah. writes, OMG, LOL, Donna. And I'm thinking it's Jason Matheson. She J- still doesn't know. Messing with you. Messing because of the the, the, the topic. Yeah, so I'm like, ha, 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 I send a clown face, blah, blah, blah. Oh, great. And... He writes, Jason, the other Jason. Jason. No, he, he goes, keep talking, everyone. I want to know all the inside secrets. Oh. I put an emoji. Oh, God. So last, so I, this, so I come into the studio to see Jason. I go, hey, I'm really sorry they didn't have any orange juice. <laughs> I mean, oh, Lord. This is, so oh, he this looks is at great. me like with this puzzled look <laughs> on his face. And I'm like, okay, but here's, here's your burrito, blah, blah, blah. I go home yesterday. It's not until like eight o'clock last night. My roommate Jason goes, Oh, that was really funny yesterday. Uh, and I go, What? Uh, or today. And I go, What are you talking about? He then proceeds to put the pieces of the puzzle together to, mm-hmm. for me. And I go, Oh my God. It's mm-hmm. so, would that be considered ironic? Yeah, maybe. Because, because, or serendipitous, because you guys yeah. were talking about mistaken identity. And then it happens again. It's in the moment. In the mo- that's meta, I feel like. Is oh, what that's meta. Is. It all goes back meta. to Donna, though, oh, I'd like to point God. out. Uh, I'm like yeah. a dingbat. I'm like, wh- what is wrong with me? I'm a disaster. From the first page of that story. <laughs> I knew, generally speaking, how it ended, and I still wanted to read the book. So that was just, well, that's great. Now, did you, uh, okay, did you delete fake Donnie Love? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Because that guy is. Mm. He was upset? Yeah, he okay. wasn't into us right. contacting him about yeah. his job loss. Well, how uh, about just saying, hey, I think you have the wrong person. Yeah. No. Instead of just. Silence and then blowing up. Yes. Okay. Like, knock it off, leave me alone. And it's like, well, we're not purposely contacting the wrong person. I am very sorry, you guys. Anytime. I get these a lot on, like, uh, (laughs) holidays. I'll get weird texts from people who think that I'm someone else. I just send a picture back of our whole family and go, it's so good to hear from you. (laughs) So then they look at it and go, I don't know who this is. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. (laughs)
Oh, well, I another chapter that. in the Chronicles of Donna Valentine no as she navigates kidding. this big, scary technological world. <laughs> it's a, it's a you don't even have to say techno- technological. You could have just left it at big, scary world. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> This the, but, isn't just uh, an isolated technology thing. This is the woman who has accidentally brought her cordless phone with her to work. She's brought <gasps> her true. remote uh, yep. for her television at home into work. Oh, true my story. God. I was oh, like, Don. but it's really funny because it's hard to tell with me because on the air I go, well, you know, I was expecting a call and a woman <laughs> calls and she's like, oh, Donna, you can't get a signal, you know, that far from home. And I'm like, I know I was kidding, <laughs> but how do you know? You never know. The blinds are blurred with you. I know. Donna, well, I'm glad the we blinds got all that. Or the lines? The li- I don't know. Did I say blinds? Yeah, you said blinds. You said blinds. We're waiting on a delivery. We need a, there's some, they're going to come install blinds on one of our windows. Okay. Oh. Nice save. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. Oh go. God, love you. Thank hey, you for um, listening. By the way, that's it. That's the show. That's yeah. it. Good night, everybody. The rest <laughs> is a replay. I uh, know we got some brand new stuff coming up after the break. A Friday edition of Things That Make You Go Huh. So think about this: sporting events temporarily on hold. What's that doing to hot dog sales, wieners? Oh, I'm walking here. And peanut sales. What? I'll give you a little bit of that backstory uh, coming up after the break on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> oh Is this, are we watching Twin Peaks? <laughs> it's Billie Eilish bringing us back on the Donna and Steve show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Yeah, it sounds very um, modulated on purpose because she's underwater. Get yeah. it? See now, I I I lean away a lot from the the sadder stuff, but you I quite do. I quite like that. I like this song oh. a lot. Well, it could just because I think a lot of people in the Twin Cities, specifically in the Southwest Metro, consider me sort of the male Billy Eilish, the Bill Eilish. Right, you William, so, you're William. Will Eilish. I am Eilish. Hey, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Funny when we make sounds with our mouths. And remember, bonus tip for today, you can do that. Donna. What? Can't be a negative noise. Make it a positive one. <laughs> See how it came up at the end? Okay, now do it with your mouth. <laughs> That's our standby. <laughs> oh. So there it's are um, there are no sporting events. If you haven't noticed, nothing has happened essentially since the middle of March. So, think about this. Hot dogs. Um, walking here. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> These are what are sold, especially at baseball games, right? Hey, I'm going to go get a hot dog. Yeah, it's absolutely. Peanuts. The fingers are... Anybody want a weenie? Hey, uh, hey, hey, kids, hope you're enjoying the game. I'm going to go grab a handful of wieners. Does anybody want one? <laughs> This is why we can't call it wieners. We must start a change.org petition today. I almost texted you the word Frankfurter last night, and that's it, Steve. What about Franks? Who wants a Frank? Now, I feel better about Franks. Okay, that's a new word you can use. Here's another abbreviation I don't like. If somebody calls pizza za, I do want to slap them. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so without sporting events, what's going on with hot dog sales and peanut sales? Both of you have been asking me about this all week long, off air, of course, and so I did some digging and found this out. According to uh, Sports Illustrated, by the way, to put this in perspective, in Major League Baseball alone, 
fans typically consume around 18 million hot dogs and somewhere between 4 to 7 million bags of peanuts per season. And then millions more are consumed in minor league games and local leagues, etc. So um, one of the country's largest peanut roasters says that 25% of their nuts typically sold at this time would go to stadiums. Obviously, the demand gone right now. So they're losing a big chunk from that and then also from restaurant orders. But not all bad news. Sales of peanut butter have been, as they say, quote, and this isn't really literally, but they say literally off the charts as people have gone into a frenzy loading up their pantries. Mm -hmm. But what about the hot dogs? They lost out on a ton of business, but people at home are buying far more hot dogs than they used to. In fact, grocery sales have more than doubled year over year in recent weeks, which is is actually, and I find this to be surprising, it's enough to account for the loss seen with stadiums and restaurants. That's how many hot dogs people are buying right now. Wow. Wow. Do you guys have hot dogs at your house? Oh, yeah, we got dogs. Yeah. Really? You know, oh, I got to tell you this. Chili cheese ones. I think if you oh, boil a hot dog. hot dogs. Now you got to fry them, If man. you boil a hot dog, I think you should be, you should just do one night in prison. No, Steve. No, I think no. you boil the hot dogs first so no. that they get fat and split. Then you put them in the frying pan. In the frying pan? What do you, you do? Own, I, you grill them. You grill hot dogs. You get the black marks, Okay, the but char. what if it's the middle of winter don't be a wiener. You fire up your grill. Actually, I don't eat. I don't eat hot dogs for like just six months of the year. Oh, they're a weather you're just dependent a summer guy. food. Okay, you fry them, huh? Yeah, just in a like cast iron skillet or something. Correct. Is that right? Yes, Steve. It's right. Does it still get the char? It does. It chars. I don't want a hot dog if it isn't split open. I need it to burst. I need us to know that the hot dog has submitted. That <laughs> the casing f- has just. First. How do you feel about cheese-filled hot dogs? <laughs> now, not cheese-filled hot dogs, but cheese-filled sausages, I, I quite enjoy. Okay. When there's some cheese in there, and I don't want it to be oozing out. I'm not looking for a juicy, loosey version of a Frankfurter. <laughs> okay. I just want a little bit. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Have cheese notes in there. On you know the count I mean? of three, everybody say not mustard or, or ketchup, but okay. what else you put on your hot dog? What is your topping, your your preference okay, okay so not ketchup or mustard that's off the table that's just assumed that okay. you've got one of those on there okay right. on the count of three one two three onions <laughs> what did you say don <laughs> motor oil <laughs> what's your brand are you a quaker state lady or what do you do it's uh Pennzoil? Pennzoil. yeah of course man. formula oh, one my kind of lady uh, you did sauerkraut, Donna? I love sauerkraut so much. Mm. You know, I, I bet I would like sauerkraut more. I don't do a lot of sauerkraut. I do like sauerkraut. What, what am I doing? What did you say, Steve? I said uh, onions. onions. Oh, okay. They yeah. have to be like, don't they have to be like barbecue onions? Like, no. Oh, okay. 
Like you mean sweet? like caramelized? Yes. Barbecue. <laughs> Boy, I don't think any of us cook much. Uh, yeah, you, you can just way. have them. You, <laughs> you can just chop them up. Just All chop them up. All right. Just chop them. All right. By the way, speaking of chopping, we have a Nutribullet at home, you know, uh, to make yep. like a smoothie. Sure. So we have the Ninja right now. We had the Nutribullet before. Now we have a Ninja. My goodness, these things can get really squirrely on you after a while. It the is blades? making noises like it has never made. In fact, when somebody blends right now, everyone else holds their ears. It used to just be like, oh, oh gosh, you're yeah. blending. Can you? Okay. It is making a very harsh, harsh sound. And the and the ninja starts spinning on it. Like the whole contraption is oh. now spinning like it's on a turntable or a lazy Susan. If you think that's interesting, and wait I didn't. until 945, <laughs> nor did anyone else. Um, but at 945, huh? um, there is a kitchen item in this woman's house that makes the most bizarre noise. You're going to have to stick around. Stick around. What else you got? Get this. <laughs> in Sweden, this is, this is interesting. Would you do this? In Sweden, anyone can get a copy of anyone else's tax returns and find out how much money they make. The only catch is that the person whose returns you request will get a message telling them that you requested it. So, in Sweden, I could say I want to see Donna Valentine's tax return, and then I would be privy to all of this information about her financial situation. However, Donna would get a note that said, Steve just looks at, looked at your tax returns. Oh, oh, decisions, weird. decisions. It's as if we're like on um, government workers. Yeah. Me, no likey. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, you guys, actor Andy Circus has been reading The Hobbit live on the internet for oh. at least five hours now. Yeah, he's watching. going to do the whole thing. We got to check in with him and see where he is. Check in, in live. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to that coming up next on my talk one zero seven one. Ken Barlow's 5 Eyewitness News forecast, a freeze watch overnight tonight into early Saturday. Uh, today is going to be chilly, partial suns, sunshine, and then on Mother's Day, windy and chilly with the morning shower, then gradual clearing. It's going to be... Uh, oh. Dave Dahl said yesterday on Twin Cities Live to, quote, um, be mindful of any tender vegetation. Yes. Tender. Ew, tender. Don loves those. Oh my God, I Say really more about it. the vegetation. I know. And then he said it. He said it, it during his weather tomatoes? report. Mm. And then I started laughing really hard. But we were no, we were not on the air. Dave was doing his forecast. And then I, I look over at Elizabeth and I'm like, tender vegetation. And I start losing my mind with laughter. But then I have 90 <laughs> seconds to get control. I finally get control. And then Dave Dahl, as he's tossing it back to us, said, so just remember, if you have any tender vegetation. And I was like, no! Oh, no. And then I oh, lost I it. It was very unprofessional. I did take some flowers in before I left the house today. I was like, oops, because I just plant, you know how you buy separate flowers and you put them in pots. And yeah. I had just done that. And so they're in a very fragile state right now. And I'm oh, like, oh, I'll put them in the garage for a Do little you need bit. To go? I'm going to have to go, guys. <laughs> yes. I have to go check on my a tender, tender vegetation, vegetation. situation. <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway, so uh, you may have heard about this. Um, Andy, um, Andy Circus. Circus. Yeah, so he's... Um, Gollum. Gollum from... Is he in the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit films, I assume, right? Yes. 
So he decided for charity, he has a GoFundMe page, he's raising money um, to read the entire book, The Hobbit, which I assume is very long. Mm-hmm. You know, The Hobbit is the Hobbit's not oh, as long no. as Lord of yeah. the Rings. The Hobbit is like a 300-pager. Well, he's assuming it's going to take about 12 hours to get through this. And he's doing this live right now. And we're going to check in. Let's just see where he is. And checking. Shh. I'll soon put an end to that. <laughs> oh, it's there. Just the angry spider climbing back onto the branch. Bilbo saw that moment had come where he must do something. He could not get up to the brutes and he had nothing to shoot with. But he looking around, he saw in this place there were many stones lying in what appeared to be I think this is so cool. It's cool. He's got a candle lit. He's got like a statue of Gollum off to his right. (laughs) And he's dressed just, he's got this lovely flannel vest on. He just looks cool. He sounds good. Oh, this is great. Is he reading like off of a laptop? Yeah, yes. he's got like an iPad situation. Okay. He said he wasn't going to do any impersonations of the voices like Ian McKellen's. Oh, but when Freeman's. but when it comes to Gollum, I'm sure he's, he's getting it. into a... Oh, cool. It's so cool. He just cool. did the spider. Yes, he did just do yeah, the spider. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Um, wow, if he's to the spider, he's pretty far. Oh, he is? Well, uh-huh. they started... I don't know what... BST Five hours ago, yeah. Time, so it's three o'clock in the afternoon there right uh-huh. now. I assume he's somewhere in England. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, so nine o'clock our time would be three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, he did say, um, he joked before reading it that it's going to be live. There's going to be lots of fumbles and stumbles and 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 trips, and it's not an audio recording. He said, you know, so if the cat decides to jump up on the desk, that's what's going to happen. And if you if you missed it and you're like, oh, I wish I would have caught this earlier, um, you can scrub back. You can go back to the beginning if you want to. You can just watch it live, um, but you can also. I just uh, tweeted it out, back. Dawn at Dark, if you want to watch it cool. live. Yeah, turn out. this up again. Let's hear uh, where I'll, he's I'll right link now. it up, too. Bilbo, however, soon slipped away to a different place. The idea came to him to lead the furious spiders further and further and further away from the dwarves, if he could, to make them curious, excited, and angry all at once. When <clears throat> about 50 of them had gone to the place where he had stood before, he threw some more stones at these, and then <sighs> at the others... He had stopped behind, uh, that had stopped behind, and then dancing among the trees, he began to yeah. sing a song to infuriate them and to bring them all after him. This is great. He's doing oh, a great job. He's very great. animated. He's been going for five hours. Yep. yep. Wow. Good for him. So, yeah. How much more is left to this book, by the way? Mm. I should watch this during this lockdown. I don't, I don't know the answer. Do you mean you should watch the movie? Yes. Oh, the, yeah. You could also read the book. The book is mm, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me. Let me. All right. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Because I don't trust that I will finish it. Um. But what's really funny is I think, if I'm not mistaken, he had a um a goal of a hundred thousand pounds, and he joked before reading it. Well, we've already reached a hundred thousand pounds, so I don't even have to do it. Goodbye. And then he pretended uh-huh. to get up and leave, but he did continue, and he's. <gasps> If he has to use a restroom, he's going to put a back and be back in five minutes kind of oh, thing on the screen. Oh, oh, so I like this guy. He's he's really really uh, talented. I and it must be so fun whenever he gets to a part where um, Gollum is involved. Yeah, listen for this, sure. Donna, listen to this. Scary. No, it's not scary. Uh. 
This is Misty Mountains from The Hobbit. Oh, gosh. That sounds so scary to awesome. me. Oh, that's beautiful. That's me singing. This is my own recording. Oh, wow. And you're talking at the same time. That's amazing. It's a recording. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Thank you. Uh, Generally, I wouldn't even Friday. fight it, and I would just be like, all right, well, that joke didn't land. All right, Don. Oh, boy. Anyway. Oh, man. So anyway, uh, we'll link that up. And Dawn uh, said she just tweeted it out, too. So if you want to check it out. At Dawn, at Dark. So um, Dawn stumbled upon, would you consider this a depressing list or just a uh, shocking? I don't know if it's more depressing or shocking. List of these rich, rich, trust fund kids. This is shocking. Um, So this is a trust funds that kids have that are celebrity kids okay their parents are famous they have more money than god and so they've set up a fund trust funds for them so that they have a future i had to go back and reread and try to figure out am i reading that right because i thought it was five hundred thousand. so i am talking about first of all we're looking at brad pitt and angel angelina jolie's kids all five of them have a trust fund of two hundred and fifty million. Million? Million. Yes. What? They're five youngest children. Okay, so we're talking about Pac, Sahara, Shiloh, Knox, and Vivian. I don't understand. How is I don't maybe I don't understand how trust funds work. I know. I'm and I'm looking this up too. <laughs> the, so a trust fund, it'll like shelter a person's assets from probate. It allows them to choose how and when their assets are distributed to their heirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think with a trust fund, I don't think it accumulates interest over time. But I think can kid, kids can get access to it even before a certain the death I, oh, yeah. of I think the that person it, uh, who sets it up. I, be, I believe so. I believe that they determine what age they will receive okay. the trust fund. So does it actually mean that $250, sorry, $250 million exists in those accounts? Yes. Or that they will... Cap out at no, it's not like a goal of like we hope to. How this is how much money they produce. They're in movies. They're they probably have investments that we don't even know about. Yeah. Listen, celebrities, smart celebrities. What is two hundred fifty million times five? You mean divided by five? It's fifty. Oh, I got it. It's for all of the kids. I thought it was for each of the kids. I think that that would be for the kids, and then that would be divvied up and split between got it. five. Got it. Still though, then 50 you're million each, each. Yeah, each looking at fifty million, which you know, yeah, not a not bad, bad start. No not a bad kidding. start. Okay, yeah. So the highest kid on the list is sixteen-year-old Moulay Hassan, Crown Prince of Morocco. Mm. He is getting a billion dollars. One billion. Dollars. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, she's and uh, Blue Ivy and Rumi Carter. Uh, they are getting five hundred million. They're in second place. Holy cow! It's just a lot. I like what do you when do? I hear the people say, "Yeah, I'm not giving my kids anything." I want them to understand how to work. Isn't there like one of the, not Bill Steven Gates? Steven Spielberg. Oh, is I he? I believe he he said, I am rich. My kids are not. Yeah, but isn't I, his daughter also a prostitute? Okay. <laughs> On a, what? She's it's porn, Friday. I think she's a porn star. Oh, porn star. Sorry. Or a sex worker. She's a sex worker. 
So maybe in hindsight, Stephen might be thinking, <laughs> you know, I probably could have given her like a million. Right. And maybe not ruined her life. Oh, boy. Um, well, he didn't ruin her life. No, but I'm saying he he's thinking if I give her money, she's going to be entitled uh, and I'm going to ruin her life. Oh, I see. Yes. Whereas, you yes. know, now maybe he's thinking, oh, man. Oh, man, I could have given her cash. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was given. Well, I wasn't given. Guys, listen. I earned money when I co-starred opposite Sharon Stone in the 1996 remake of Diabolique. Sharon Stone, Chaz Palminteri, if you guys are listening, love you guys, it's been too long. I was an extra, and this movie shot in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, yeah, I'm in three scenes in the movie. Uh, it's a really pretty brutal murder movie. And uh, I played an uh, Irish uh, Catholic schoolboy. And listen, I'm not here to flaunt, but... I made just under five hundred dollars cash. That's pretty good. Cash That's money. That's great for an extra. My yeah. mom got me a, uh, and we were spe- I would spend all day there. It was like twelve hour day. You go. There's yeah. a school room. The whole thing. And uh, my mom gave me an ATM card, which we back east called a Mac card. Yeah, we did too. Because Mac machines instead Mac of machines. ATMs. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so we had an ATM card. I had a debit card, and uh, she put all of that money in the in the Mac uh, on, on the Mac card. And I would go up to the local gas station called Sheets with a Z at the end. <laughs> and there was a $10 minimum back then. Now it's a $20 minimum. Back then it was 10 bucks, And I would go in the morning and I would go then again in the afternoon and just get $10 worth of pop and candy. How and old were you? I was 12. <laughs> and wow. I blew through that. So here's my point. Wow. That's how I did with four hundred and like sixty dollars. Right, right. I don't think I would do great if my parents set up a trust fund for me with forty million dollars. Right. No. I right. would just find more. I would find more expensive candy to buy. That is so true. By the way, speaking of candy, uh, if you're looking to get out of the house and you feel like you've been kind of pent up, Minnesota's largest candy store down just in Jordan. Open. Opened this morning uh, at 8 a.m. And so they've got social distancing guidelines that they're working on and arrows set up on the floor and all that. And the reason that they are open, uh, by the way, is they also sell some grocery items Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And so this is the time of year that they would normally open. They're open May through November. So anyway, if uh, the kids are looking for a little fun trip, you might be able to surprise them and take them out to uh, Jordan. And it's a nice drive, too. Yeah, I think they also just um, they have a limit on how many people are allowed in the store as opposed to what it used to be or they yes you know they made it a little bit small smaller too so you don't have full access that you used to have but but by the way great pies great pies great pies what? great pies yes they have beef jerky you there too you should take a ride with mc don yes. oh don you would love you would it love i've it. never been there but oh. i've always wanted to go let it's me tell so you fun it's a trip down memory lane it's a trip down memory lane but think of uh think of don donna she would love it because there's all of this like uh, I think that you like superhero things. Yes. Okay, there's so much. They have, th- in the last four years, they have changed the inside of their store and just done all sorts of different art installations. There's a Star Wars theme. There's an Avengers theme. There's a Wonder Woman theme. It's so, so cool. It is like a just a visual treat. You got, it oh, is so cool. worth the drive. Go down 169. Uh, plus, you know, it's just, it's just kind of a pretty drive, but it is so cool inside. Yeah. For sure. Oh, great. Do it. All right, we got to go. Don't tell her what to do. She's new to the show. Be gentle. I know. I know. I know. Hey, listen, I I know you saw something and you want to say something. I saw so much. 
And I have to say things about it when we come back. Um, Like, remember I told you about that noise that a woman's kitchen um, gadget makes? Yes. Wait till you hear this. It is so stinking funny. I'll tell you about that. And someone who cut off the tip of her thumb and then threw it in the garbage, I'll tell you about that too. Coming up next. Oh, boy. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, where we're also celebrating Mental Health Month in May. It's brought to you by Care Counseling. Uh, you know, millions of Americans are affected by mental health conditions every year, and this global pandemic has really increased our awareness of mental and emotional well-being. Yeah, so my talk is going to highlight facts and resources that are related to mental health throughout the entire month of May. You can learn more, and you can join us as we celebrate Mental Health Month at MyTalk1071.com. When you get there, your keyword is May. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) Okay, so I guess this is going viral right now. There's a video of a woman who has a teapot or a tea kettle on her stove. But it doesn't sound like a normal tea kettle. Here she is talking about that sound. Oh, hold on just a second. Okay. I can't find it now. Oh, hold oh, on. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Hey! <laughs> Woohoo! Noise. Do you hear that? <laughs> That's my tea kettle. That's not a car alarm. That's a tea kettle. Why does it make that noise? <laughs> it's distressing. It is so weird. Oh, my God. Why is it doing that? And who uses a tea kettle anymore? Thank you. Steve? Oh, I'm sorry. My mic was off for the last 30 seconds as I've been commenting during the sounder and then talking afterward, including me telling you, here's what you missed when Steve's mic was off. I said, boy, distressing is the perfect word for that. (laughs) And then later I said, that sounds like a tornado warning. And then when Donna asked who uses a tea kettle anymore, sheepishly, I changed my tone for comedic effect and I added, we do. Oh, nice. That was what you missed. Now I'm going to turn my mic off again. I'm going to do 30. Okay. No, 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 no. Stay, stay, stay. You know, it's really funny. Like, I I hate the whistle. I I do not like the whistle. I don't like the whistle either. I don't like her siren. I don't know when things are in style. They go out of style. Like, nobody ever sends me the memo. Like, I remember I told, I don't think I was telling you, I was telling other friends, but I think I recapped the story for you. I, you know, electric can openers? Yeah. Do you know people think that they are like way outdated? I'm like, but wait, that's an improvement on the hand crank. (laughs) Isn't that an improvement on the hand crank? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If you can just set it and push a button and it does it for you, that's great. I mean, the cats come running. There is that. But (laughs) I mean, the hand crank apparently is the way to go these days. I didn't know that. I haven't heard someone say hand crank much like you have in these is that what it's called? The hand crank can opener? Um, I guess that's how I would say it, personally speaking. <laughs> the hand crank. Okay, huh. maybe maybe I shouldn't say that. No, it's okay. Huh. Um, well, listen, I don't have an electric can opener, and I, I, I actually don't know if we ever have. Okay, do you... But we have a tea kettle, and we, we, we run hot water. We do boil hot water every night 
for like a bottle situation. No, it's not. It's for a bottle situation that we need to be prepared for overnight. Well, I I was using a tea kettle for a while and people were like, why do you have a tea kettle? You have a microwave and nobody does that. I'm like, I think they do. As is evidenced by that lady's car horn tea kettle. (laughs) Did you throw your tea kettle out because you felt pressured? Yes. Donna. Yes. I know. I know. I got to go get one. I know. I got to be more of a leader. Anyway, so I saw that. I wanted to say something. Then I saw this um, um, situation of Ariel Winter um, where I'll just tell you what had happened. Um, She was trying to cook a new recipe in her kitchen. She was like making Mediterranean food. Oh, yummy. And apparently um, she chopped her... the tip of her thumb off. Oh, no. Oh, give me the EBGBs. And then she didn't know where it was. And so her boyfriend had put it in a baggie. She didn't realize. They go to the hospital. He thought she grabbed it. And it turns out that she had thrown it in the garbage. So she had to go back, no. get the thumb. Digging yada, through yada. her trash to find her own thumb. Yes. Oh, no. Well, just the tip. Oh. <laughs> I hate all of this. Just the tip, please. Donna. What? Donna. What? All Donna. Right. Sorry, I blew up. Uh, Donna's having a technical issue, just so you know. Oh, okay. And uh, she cannot hear us. Well, I, so this will be super fun. I believe in her, and uh, it'll be exciting whenever she's able to hear us again. I want to tell you what I saw. <laughs> I think I saw the same thing. When uh, the Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton movie, The Taming of the Shrew, came out in the year 1967. Oh, wow. The tagline was, quote... Oh, wait, you're cutting in and out. Oh, no, I am? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yep. Can you hear me now? Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, I heard it all. All right. Jake is testing things out. Um, when the Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton movie, The Taming of the Shrew, came out in 1967, here was the actual tagline that they used, quote, a motion picture for every man who ever gave the back of his hand to his beloved and <gasps> for every woman who deserved it. What? Is what this real life? Now, I don't know my Shakespeare, Whoa. so I don't know. Is there a domestic uh, abuse situation in Taming of the Shrew? I do not recall. It leads you to believe that there is. So that jarring enough to have in a movie for the studio to lead with it, catering to. Again, it was a motion picture for every man who ever gave the back <laughs> of his hand to his beloved <laughs> And for every woman who deserved it. No, Holy no, cow. no. Boy, have, how have times, have, times changed. have changed. That is not okay anytime. Good night, Irene. Although. No, there's not an <laughs> although. I know, I know. No, there's not an although. Although, you're right. I was just going to say, I kind of read it and laughed. And then I went, this is for real? It's for real. This is like. It feels like it would be a joke, and then you realize they actually did that. That was the tagline. Like, you're at the movie theater. What movie show? Oh, look, this is going to be coming out soon. Let's see here. The Taming of the Shrew. A movie for... <laughs> what? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I would not be seeing that one. Um, I also saw this quickly on the Department of Defense. Did you know the Department of Defense was originally called the National Military Establishment, but they changed the name after two years because the abbreviation N-M-E sounded too much like enemy. Oh! Department of Defense was nicknamed enemy. Hello! 
That's interesting. I know. I know, right? Oh, by the way, and Elon Musk explains the correct pronunciation of his son's name. Uh, We'll get to that, a dirt alert, and the beat. Music news all coming up next.